अथ पंचचत्वारिंशत्सर्गस्वामित्रवचश्रुवाघवस्सलक्ष्मण्वाश्वाश्वाश्वाश्वाश्वाश्वाश्वाश्वाश्वाश्वाश्वाश्वाश्वा
ಸಂಜಗ್ರಹಾಮೃತೋಪಮಂಗಂಧರ್ವಾಸ್ತುಷ್ಟುಗುರ್ಮಧುಸೂದ ಪಂಗತಿಸರ್ವೂತಾಷೇಣಿಭೂಕಸಾಲಯಾಸ್ಮಾಹಾಬಾಹೋಗಿರಿಮುದ್ಧರ್ತುಮರ್ಹಸ
the beverage known by the name of varuni the horse uchaishrava the kaustubha gem and nectar and how the conflict of gods and the daityas ended in the destruction of the latter struck with great wonder to hear the speech of vishvamitra shri rama a scion of emperor raghu along with lakshmana forthwith spoke to vishvamitra as follows most wonderful o holy brahmana is this charming and sacred story told by you of the descent of the ganga to the terrestrial plane as well as of how the excavation made by the sons of sagara came to be filled by it this night has slipped past us the two brothers like an instant o tormentor of internal enemies in the shape of lust anger and so on even as we pondered on your entire story in detail the whole night o friend of the universe slipped past me as well as lakshmana the son of sumitra as i pondered with him the charming story then on the day having clearly dawned shri rama a scion of emperor raghu the subduer of his enemy submitted as follows to vishvamitra whose only wealth was his asceticism and who had just finished his daily routine of devotions the sacred night hallowed by the narration of the story of ganga's descent has passed that which was most worthy of hearing has been heard now let us cross the holy river ganga which follows a threefold course the foremost of all rivers here indeed is a boat furnished with an agreeable matting to sit on and sent by rishis of meritorious deeds which has expeditiously appeared on coming to know of your holiness having arrived here hearing the aforesaid submission of the celebrated and high souled shri rama a scion of emperor raghu vishvamitra a scion of king kusha caused shri rama along with lakshmana and the whole host of seers accompanying the sage including himself to be ferried across the river then having reached the opposite bank of the ganga and duly greeted the host of rishis waiting there to receive the distinguished party they vishvamitra and his followers saw the city of vishala in the distance while seated on the bank of the ganga accompanied by the two scions of raghu vishvamitra the foremost of hermits then hastily proceeded from that place to the delightful and heavenly city of vishala which wide with paradise with folded hands as a mark of respect the exceptionally wise shri rama forthwith made the following inquiries of the eminent sage vishvamitra concerning the foremost city of vishala i wish to hear o great sage what celebrated dynasty of kings is ruling at present in vishala for great is my curiosity in this behalf god bless you hearing the aforesaid request of shri rama vishvamitra a jewel among sages proceeded to relate in the following words a well known old legend relating to the foundation of vishala hear from me o rama even as i narrated the story of indra throwing light on the glory of vishala as heard by me 
Here, O scion of Raghu, in reality, what actually happened in this region. In a Satya Yuga of old, very mighty sons were born of Diti and highly blessed ones of Aditi, who were powerful and exceptionally pious. In course of time, even as they grew up, O tiger among men, the following thought haunted those high-souled beings. How can we possibly be immortal, immune from old age and proof against malady? Even as they reflected, an idea occurred to them at the moment, intelligent as they were. Churning the ocean of milk, we can surely obtain the immortalizing drink from it. Making up their minds to churn the ocean and using Vasuki, the king of serpents, as a cord and turning Mount Mandara into a churning rod, the gods as well as the demons who were possessed of infinite strength then started churning the ocean. Now, after a thousand years, the heads of the serpent that was being used as a cord began to bite the rocks forming part of Mount Mandara with their fangs throwing up copious venom. As a result of the churning, there appeared on the surface of the ocean all of a sudden a deadly poison bearing the name of Halahala. The whole universe comprising gods, demons and human beings began to be consumed by it. The gods thereupon mentally sought the great divinity Rudra, the deity presiding over destruction, the protector of the embodied spirit that has been linked to a beast because of its bondage, seeking protection with him and glorified him, saying, Save us, protect us. Addressed thus by the gods, Lord Shiva, the controller even of the rulers of gods, forthwith appeared on the spot and immediately thereafter appeared on that very spot Lord Sri Vishnu, wielding a conch and a discus. Sri Hari sp spoke smiling as follows to the aforesaid Lord Rudra, the wielder of a trident. That which has appeared in the very first instance on the ocean being churned by the gods conjointly with the demons is really speaking your share, O jewel among gods, since it is you that take the lead among gods. Therefore, standing here, O Almighty Lord, accept this poison as a tribute offered in precedence over others. Saying so, Lord Vishnu, the foremost among gods, went out of sight on that very spot. Perceiving the fright of the gods and listening to the exhortation of Lord Vishnu, the wielder of a bow made of horn, Lord Shiva, the destroyer of the universe, the ruler of gods, for his part, swallowed and treasured up in his throat the deadly poison named Halahala as though it were nectar and leaving the gods, departed to his own realm. Thereupon, the gods as well as the demons all proceeded once more to churn the ocean of milk, O delighter of the Raghus, and immediately Mount Mandara, the foremost of mountains that served as their churning rod, sank into Patala, the lowest of the subterranean regions. Then the gods, including the Gandharvas, extolled as follows Lord Vishnu, the destroyer of the de demon Madhu. 
You are the resort of all created beings, particularly of gods, the denizens of heaven. Protect us, O mighty armed one, and be pleased to lift up the mountain from the depths of Patala. Hearing this, Lord Vishnu, the ruler of the senses of all, assumed the form of the divine tortoise and supporting the mountain on his back, lay down at the bottom of that ocean. Holding fast with one hand the top of the mountain and taking up his position in the midst of the gods, Lord Shri Hari, the ruler even of Brahma and Lord Shiva, the supreme person and the soul of the universe, took part in the churning. Then, after a thousand years, emerged with a staff and a kamandalu in hand, first of all a male personage, Dhanvantari by name, the very embodiment of Ayurveda, the science of medicine, whose mind was given to extreme piety and then a bevy of celestial nymphs possessed of great splendor. From the very cream, rasa, produced as a result of that famous churning done in the water or up in the form of milk of that ocean emerged those excellent damsels or jewel among men. Therefore, they became known as the Apsaras. 600 million was the number of those exceptionally effulgent nymphs, while those who served as their female attendants were innumerable Osayan of Kakutstha. All those gods and demons refused to accept them as wife. Due to their non-acceptance alone, they came to be known as public women. Then emerged from the ocean of milk, Osayan of Raghu, the highly blessed Varuni, the deity presiding over spirituous liquor, a daughter of Varuna, the god presiding over the waters, seeking for a husband. The demons, sons of Diti or Rama, did not take to wife the said Varuni, but the gods, the sons of Aditi, O valiant one, accepted her, irreproachable as she was. For that reason, the sons of Diti came to be known as Asuras, those who did not accept Sura or wine, while for the same reason, Aditi's sons came to be known as Suras, those who take wine. The gods felt thrilled and overjoyed due to, the, due to their acceptance of Varuni. Next emerged O Jewel among men, Uchaishrava, the foremost of all horses, Kaustubha, the most valuable of all gems, and even so nectar, the excellent of drink. Now, over nectar there ensued a colossal destruction of the two races, gods and demons. On that occasion, the sons of Aditi actually fought with the sons of Diti. All demons got united with ogres. The result was a most deadly conflict that bewildered all the three worlds, heaven, earth and the space intervening them, O valiant Rama. When the whole host of the gods and the demons approached destruction, the exceptionally mighty Lord Vishnu then hastily ca carried away the nectar, exhibiting his deluding potency in the form of a charming damsel. Those who opposed the immortal Lord Vishnu, the Supreme Person, on that occasion 
were completely crushed in an encounter by the almighty Vishnu. In this terrible major conflict between the sons of Diti and those of Aditi, the heroic sons of Aditi completely destroyed the sons of Diti. Having destroyed the sons of Diti and attained sovereignty, Indra, the destroyer of strongholds, felt delighted and ruled the three worlds according to hosts of rishis and the charanas, celestial bards. Thus ends Canto 45 in the Balakanda of the glorious Ramayana of Valmiki, the work of a rishi and the oldest epic.